Hey everyone, before we start the show, just a quick note. From time to time, we'll be releasing short digest shows written by guest contributors. This is the first of that variety, prepared for this show in large part by a legendary creator and dreamer named Cliff Hansen, and delivered by yours truly. Enjoy. This is the StoryCast. I'm Russell Silva. Let's remember 1974, when thick black smoke began to rise from Mount Edgecombe. Smoke pouring from the southern tip of the Alexander Archipelago in Alaska, a mountain called Laux in the local Klingit language. This supposedly dormant volcano of the Pacific Rim was named for the flash of fire it presented to its earliest discoverers. There, as the dense smoke rose, people in the neighboring community of Sitka feared an eruption and set off to evacuate. So is that the story? Don't be fooled. Let's remember one vital piece of information from this story. The date on the calendar that day in 74 was April 1st. Now does that change your interpretation of the situation? It should. Because when the smoking volcano was investigated, the crater was found to have been filled with hundreds of tires which had been lit on fire. Additionally, in 50-foot letters, the words, April Fool had been spray-painted across the rim of the volcano. It was a hoax, four years in the making, by a prankster named Oliver Porky Bacar. What we in English call holidays, or more formally, holy days, are days of the year which are set aside by custom or government to observe something special, maybe a victory of culture or military might, the birthday of a national hero or death of a religious vanguard, or simply a day of marking an ancient rite, such as kicking off the great harvest, preparing for the long cold winter, or celebrating that long lost arrival of spring. But standing apart from all these sensible holidays is April 1st, a day which celebrates, well, nonsense. April Fool's Day, a day not meant for celebration, religious rite, or unity, but a day for lying, pranks, and deceit. It seems fitting that this holiday, which is celebrated in countries across the world, is officially recognized by none. Perhaps surprisingly, April Fool's Day belongs to that category of ancient celebrations, a holiday so old that no exact records remain to tell us its origin story. The oldest written mention of the day may have come from Chaucer, who, in his Canterbury Tales, told us of the vain cock so tricked by a fox on the 32nd of March, or April 1st, if you will. But the story behind the holiday is much likely far older than that, and almost certainly has a connection to the end of winter and the coming of spring. It may even predate Roman times, as the Romans would have festivals called Hilaria, or the cheerful ones, and Hilaria, that often occurred at the end of March, celebrated Sibylle, the mother of the gods. On this day, there was a solemn parade, but also games and amusements, encouraging people to disguise themselves as anyone else imitating even officials and magistrates alike. But regardless of its origin, April 1st grew to be a time-honored tradition, a day of pranking friends, family, and even the general public, especially if you're a big business looking for some marketing shtick. Widely hailed as one of the best April Fool's Day pranks ever, in 1957, the British broadcasting company aired an incredibly well-produced broadcast of spaghetti noodles being harvested from trees in Switzerland. It's available on YouTube and hilarious as ever, you should probably check it out. 
After the prank, the BBC received so many calls from viewers asking about how they could start their own spaghetti farms that the BBC switchboards jammed. And then in 96, the gooey burrito giant Taco Bell announced that they had purchased the Liberty Bell, renaming it the Taco Liberty Bell, which of course resulted in hundreds of people protesting. Not to be outdone, in 1998, Burger King took out an advertisement announcing the introduction of a left-handed version of its famous Whopper. And then some April Fool's Day hoaxes and pranks would be harbingers of truth that would actually come one day to fruition. On April 1st, 1954, a radio DJ announced that Hawaii had become a state, which would come true just five years later. And in 1962, a Swedish prankster instructed people how they could add color to their television broadcasts by stretching a nylon over the sets. And then April 1st, 1967, the Swiss radio announced that U.S. astronauts had landed on the moon, a small step for man only two years off. April 1st seemingly gives everyone a license to lie without regret. The record of usually reliable, high-profile companies' pranks goes on, with Google's 8-bit maps for Nintendo game and paper version of email called Google Paper. Scope's bacon mouthwash. Starbucks' announcement of both a 2-ounce and 128-ounce cup option. Expedia's booking page for Mara's vacations. And on and on. Whether corporate marketing shtick or pranking your buddies, the most clever of jokes seems to be the one which makes the person being fooled accidentally complicit in it. Like the hundreds of people who jumped into the air and actually reported sensations of their weight being changed at exactly 9.47 a.m., on April 1st, 1976, after the BBC explained that a rare planetary alignment with Jupiter would temporarily weaken Earth's gravity at that time. April Fools is not celebrated in the same way universally. In some places it's believed to be bad luck to not play a prank, or that if you've been pranked by someone of the opposite sex, you two are destined to marry. For some reason in much of Europe, fish often play a prominent role in the pranks leaving the pranker to give a greeting of April fish to those fooled. So all this begs the question, why? Why do we go through such elaborate lengths to trick each other when normally such a thing would be considered rude, deceitful, or even criminal? Why do we find it acceptable for respectable news organizations, Fortune 50 companies, and just your otherwise lovely significant other to flat out lie to you on that one day a year? Perhaps it's just human nature. Perhaps it's what anthropologists describe as reversal rituals in which celebrants are allowed to do the opposite of what is normally acceptable as a sort of release valve to let the pressure out and prevent those situations from occurring in a normal context. Simple fantasy, if you will. Since the earliest of times, holidays often allow us a special occasion to do something forbidden one day in a year in a controlled manner, like a sacred feast after a fast or the 19th century tradition of a day when slaves could mock their masters, the excesses of carnival celebrants, right before Lent, and on and on. By having one day a year where we humans are socially allowed to break the rules and play pranks on each other, they may just actually contribute to a healthier and better functioning community. So this April 1st, if someone tells you that pine trees have now been bred to grow oranges, or scientists have finally developed Viagra for hamsters, or that televisions will start broadcasting smells. If you hear something sensational and unlikely, I suggest you tread lightly on that day. 
If something sounds unbelievable, it probably is. At least until it isn't. These days, you never really know. The StoryCast will return next month with an exciting exclusive broadcast live from outer space. The StoryCast was written in large part by Cliff Hansen and produced by myself. I tweet at Russell Silva. You can feast your eyes upon Cliff Hansen's exceptional graphic novel, Doubting Thomas. You can see it online. Check the show description for the link. Doubting Thomas is a long-form webcomic where two people battle the struggles in their own minds as a series of mysteries occur throughout the city. To secure the future, they must find a way of dealing with their pasts. Believe me when I say you're going to want to check it out for yourself. It's beautifully written, designed, colored, and it'll make you think. Today, you heard music from David Helowitz, D. Yonke, and Vortex. The Storycast will return at the end of April with another chapter of life that tells the story of us through a common thread. So until next time, think, feel, and wonder a little bit more.